0: and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that, I kind of actually think about a lot because I went into, mm, I shouldn't say I went into. I have had a lot of bosses in my career. I had six jobs in seven years before I started my own business. Um, each job I was intentionally shifting, moving up the ladder, moving into a new position that helped me grow in my career. And along the way, I had a lot of bad bosses. Like I'm going to be real honest with you. I had a lot of real shitty bosses that I didn't enjoy working for, who I didn't feel appreciated by, who I didn't feel motivated me or pushed me to work harder or appreciated the work that I was doing. And so when I started working for myself, I thought, I can do this. I can do this better. And if I have a team under me, I know I'm going to be able to manage them a hell of a lot better than most of the bosses that I've had in the past. And maybe you have thought the same thing. Maybe that is part of why you went into business for yourself. But here's the thing. Then we start working for ourselves and we get into the work and we get into the grind and we get into the just getting things done. And we forget how to be a good boss. We forget all of the things that we wanted in a boss when we were working for someone that we, we aren't like possessing those qualities, right? We're just like heads down, get the work done. Don't focus on motivating ourselves or celebrating ourselves or being empathetic and understanding. So I wanted to share in this episode, a few ways that I am a better boss for myself that I continually come back to as a reminder that. Not only do I get to be my own boss, but I get to be my own best boss. I get to be the boss that I always wish that I had that I never got. So if you're feeling like you could be a better boss for yourself, these areas of focus might help you tune in to becoming that person. So the first one is to qualify new projects and opportunities. So this this is about being a good boss for your business. Now, I think about, I actually think about this one a lot because when an opportunity or a project comes to you, it's available to you, how do you determine whether or not you're going to take it on? And so for me, I'm always thinking about it as if I am like pitching that idea to my boss, because if I was working for another company, they're going to be like, hey, is this worth paying you for? Like, hey, I want to go to that conference. Okay. Well, what are you going to bring back to us? Like, How is that going to be worth us paying for you to go to that conference or paying for your time there? Or if a new project comes across the desk, it's like, okay, well, are they going to pay us enough to make it worth our time? So qualifying every new project or or opportunity in that lens, like thinking of yourself as pitching it to your boss and your boss who is not you, so they are much less likely to see it because you want to do it because you're really passionate and excited, right? But your boss is like, I don't care if you're passionate and excited. I need to know how this is going to benefit us, bottom line. That doesn't necessarily mean every single thing you do has to lead to directly to a client or a new customer or something like that. But there has to be some true, clear, identifiable value in it. And so looking at it through the lens of, okay, what would my boss say if I was asking them to pay me to do this or asking them to take on this project? For me, that's been extremely valuable in making sure that, okay, sure. Yeah, we are going to go to this event, but now I'm going to set some goals because I know I want to make sure I come back with X amount of leads or I know I need to talk to X amount of people. The second one is to check in with yourself weekly, quarterly, and annually. And Just, you know, you think about it like your regular review or your weekly one on one with your boss. It's so easy to let these things slip when we're our own boss. We don't have someone else to sit face to face with in the conference room and say, okay, how are things going and share feedback. So we have to get intentional about setting that time up for ourselves. Weekly can be really simple. Like on a Friday afternoon, it's like a quick 10 minute check in. How did this week go? How did I feel? What do I want to improve? whatever, whatever the questions are that you want to use to reflect and check in. And quarterly, similar to a quarterly review, where am I at in the business? Where am I succeeding? Where am I struggling? And then your annual review. This is typically, you know, end of the year, start of the year when we're looking back and ahead at the same time. So making sure that you're putting that time on your calendar because you as an employee want to be heard by your boss, right? You want your boss to hear what's going on. And you also want to know what you're doing well, but without someone to give you that information, without someone to hear you or say, here, this is working, you've got to do it. So you not only have to hear yourself, which sounds kind of silly, but we can easily forget to give ourselves feedback or to take a second to really soak it in because we're just in that doing mode, right? Like, okay, that didn't work. I'm going here. Okay. That went well. I'm going here. So making it intentional time to check in with ourselves and be that boss who hears us and also be that boss who provides critical feedback. It can be hard to admit when we've done something wrong or when we're not doing something as well as we'd like to for a client. And so being intentional about creating that space on a weekly, quarterly, and annual basis can really help you be that boss that not only hears, but also is able to provide feedback that you really need to improve your business to be better for your clients to make more money. The third piece to look at or the third idea is to set PTO time ahead of time. This is probably one of the biggest areas of struggle for most freelancers, business owners, and it's so funny because it's also one of the things that you probably want the most of when you're in a regular work environment, right? Like you want to you use up that PTO. In fact, you don't have enough PTO. In the US, we have a very low base level for PTO in the typical corporate environment. And so we're like, "Great, we're our own boss, we can take all this time, we can go on vacation." And then we never do it. <laughs> I've been running my own business for it will be 4 years next month in July. And I can count on one hand the amount of times I've taken an actual vacation. Granted, I take lots of time off during the week. I generally don't work Fridays. If I want to take a random Tuesday off for some reason, I will. I don't usually start working until 10 or 11 a.m. So my my schedule is very flexible. But there is something to be said for just taking a full week off work for telling or two weeks, whatever, three weeks. Telling your clients, I'm going to be offline. We're getting everything set up. So you're all good while I'm off, but I'm not going to be available. I am completely unplugging for X amount of time. This is something that I'm not good at, as I was just saying, and something I've been saying to Ben, I want to just look ahead at the schedule and say like, okay, this week in August, we're taking off. That's it. We're taking it off. We don't have to go anywhere. We don't have to do anything, but I don't want, we are not going to work for this week. Uh, And actually after this recording, maybe I will go talk to him about that and put something on the calendar because I really do want to be better about that because there's no reason not to. It's so silly to not do it. It's just one of those things where it's like, oh, I'll figure it out later because it doesn't seem like a priority. But then once you actually take the time, you're like, oh, wow, I need more of that. I need that vacation. So The reminder here is set that time ahead of time. Like Even if it's possible for you, if you know the flow of your business well enough, setting it in January, setting your one, two, three weeks of vacation, whatever it is and saying, okay, this month at this time, we're going to take a week. And this month at this time, we're going to take a week. That's really my ultimate goal and what I need to get intentional about. And then you just plan around it. You set your clients up, you set yourself up so that you don't have to worry about taking the time off. The next idea is be understanding of your own shifting rhythms. This is something that sucks when you're working for a corporate job. You are having a crappy day. You're not feeling great. You're in a low energy, a low vibe, but you still have to show up and do all the same things and and be in a chipper mood and talk to your coworkers. But when you work for yourself, you don't have to do that. When you work for yourself, if you wake up and you're in a low energy or you're not feeling great or you don't want to work on this particular project, you don't have to. More than likely, unless you're right up against a deadline, you can give yourself a little bit of space. And your best boss would be like, oh, man, I'm sorry you're having a really low day. Why don't you take time for you? Why don't you just go work on the project that you're you're feeling up to today? And we'll go back to the other stuff tomorrow. How wonderful, right? Would it be for your boss to say that? I mean, I've never, ever had a boss say that to me. So why don't you be your best boss and say that to yourself? So if you're not vibing on it, what feels good? What feels like it's at the level where your energy or your attention is for the day? And maybe that's not doing anything. Maybe that's taking a few hours in the morning just to be. Maybe that's cutting out early and going for a long walk or a hike or seeing some friends. So really being understanding of the fact that our rhythms, our energy shifts, that is completely and 100% normal. So let's run our business in a way that says, I am totally cool with this happening. And I want to fully support my own rhythms so that I can be most effective. And I know for me, when I give myself that space, when I give myself that time, I come back feeling so much better. I come back the next day ready to work rather than having like trying... Rather than having slogged through the day before or trying to work on something and just not giving my best effort because my heart or my head wasn't really in it. And the last one is, if you don't like it, change it. You are your own boss. You get to decide what stays, what goes, what you do, what you don't do. It's so easy to get stuck in that victim mindset and think oh i have to deal with this crappy client or oh i have to take on this project or oh i have to get up at this time or work for these hours no you don't very likely you don't and so instead of getting stuck in that victim mindset own the fact that you are your boss like you are not you are not a victim because you are the boss you're making the decisions you're making you get to decide what stays what goes so empower yourself in those moments when you're feeling maybe stuck or in a rut or frustrated and say, okay, if I was my own boss, P.S. I am, what would I do about this? Okay. And then do it. And I know that that is easier said than done. A lot of times we're in situations where we have to deal with a crappy client or we have to take something on. We don't want to, because maybe we're trying to maintain income or we're waiting for something else to come through. And if that is the case and you truly can't, let's say, walk away from it, then I think the next question is, okay, how do I empower myself in this situation? What do I change? What do I shift? How can I make this better? Because again, you are the one that gets to decide that. And especially in a relationship with a client, you're the one really making the rules, right? You're the one setting the boundaries and the boundaries and the rules that you set out are what they're going to follow. And if they don't, then that's another conversation. But you set the precedent. So if you set a precedent of whatever it is that you desire in that relationship, they're likely going to follow suit. So remembering that you get to make those decisions. You are the one who's making the call at the end of the day. So step into that position as the boss and make the hard decisions, do the big things because you get to. How many times in your career have you worked A regular nine to five before this. Did you wish that you could make a different decision? Probably all the time. I know I did. And you finally get to do that now. So these are just a few ways that I really focus on being my best boss, being understanding, motivating myself, hearing myself, empowering myself. These are all things that I know I wished I had a boss before I was working for myself, and I'm sure many of them resonate for you too. So use these ideas to really step into your boss shoes, put on your boss hat and say, I'm in charge. I'm going to decide. I'm going to make this the best business and the best job I've ever had because I get to. That is the beauty of being my own boss. I get to decide all of that. I hope you are leaving this episode feeling empowered and excited to be your best boss. And I will catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.